This week on Inside Motorsport, we speak with Dylan O'Keefe. I hope you'll stay with us. Well, Dylan O'Keefe joined us on a Zoom call, and unfortunately, the audio on this call isn't as clear as we would like. But I hope you enjoy Dylan's experiences racing in the WTCR event last weekend at Zolder in Belgium. Well, joining us all the way from Zurich here on Inside Motorsport is Dylan O'Keefe. And Dylan, congratulations. A big trip for yourself over on the world stage there in the WTRC. And congratulations, two very solid results for a privateer team up against, well, the world's leading factories and uh, factory teams. Yeah, thank you. Um, it was a terrific weekend for ourselves, you know. Uh, we were definitely the underdogs the whole weekend and, you know, a privateer team uh, never raced in the World TCR Championship and uh, so many factors against us and, you know, we knew that leading in and I just personally tried to control the factors that I could, which was, you know, driving the car to the best of my ability. So each session we improved and we uh, kept finding positives from uh, within the car and, you know, it uh, all come together really nicely. We were in the mid-pack um, fighting for position with some of the world's best drivers in that championship. Among some of those guys were the championship winner from last year and, you know, it was only a couple of places in front of me. So I think that was pretty special and, you know, we showed we could do the job and, Hopefully, there'll be more opportunities in the future. Now, Zolder in Belgium, how did you prepare yourself? Yeah, uh, it's a funny story, actually, because when I come over, I did a test at Salzburg Ring, which is a circuit in Austria. And that was uh, originally the first round for the championship. And then, you know, two weeks prior to the event, uh, there were some complications with COVID and what have you. And this, the event organizers quickly changed to Zolder in Belgium. So there was a lot of organizing to try and get us over there. And in these tricky times, it was um, very tough, but uh, it was all last minute that we were racing in Zolder. And, you know, fortunately enough, I've uh, got quite a lot of uh, simulator experience at that circuit from back home in Australia. I quite like the circuit and uh, it's very fun. Like the first sector is fast and flowing and then the second and third sector is all point and shoot over chicanes and stuff like this. So very technical circuit and I uh, actually quite enjoyed it. It was better than the circuit we were originally going to race at. So I was quite happy with that. How did you uh, meet up and get involved with Vukovic Motorsport? I had known Malenko, who is the team owner. He visited Australia a couple of times last year when GRM in Australia were running the Renault Megane. And when he had come and visited, I had been racing in TCR Australia, but in the Alfa Romeo, so not under his brand, you could say. But I got along with him very well. And coming into this season, I opted to change from the Alfa to the Renault and drive with GRM with his car because was, I knew there'd be some opportunities to race overseas. And I didn't realise that would come up this quickly, I thought. Um, maybe in a couple years time I'd have the opportunity to come over here but with COVID and racing being put off in Australia it worked out perfectly for me to come over and do some racing. I guess we talk about factory teams but TCR is really a factory or a manufacturer driven series so what are the difference between your team and and some of the others because when you hear the names Von Mueller, Gabriel Taquini, these are names that for nigh on 30 years Montenero have yes. been the leaders of touring car racing over in Europe and around the world. Yeah, exactly. So some massive names with some big teams. And the main thing is from our team to the factory teams is obviously the manufacturer support. We're a privateer entry, so we don't have the support from Renault yet, which is what we're trying to get. But say Honda, Hyundai and Lincoln Co, they've got all four car teams. They've got uh, so much data and so many resources at hand, you know, with those four car operations, they're, um, you know, their data 
sharing and all that kind of stuff is uh, invaluable. You can't beat that. So that's tricky for the little two-car teams to be able to fast-track set up or all these kinds of things. But also those guys have just so much experience um, because they've been doing it for so much longer than us. And they've obviously got the experienced pilots as well, like Waller and Tarquini, as you said. So just to be mixing it with those guys is pretty special as well. Like, uh, especially last year, I didn't know much about this championship and I'd learned and watched and all these kinds of things. I started to be a bit of a fan of it. And then to be able to race the first round this year was uh, very special and something I wouldn't have uh, expected at the start of the year, that's for sure. You now are going to run the whole series. So off to Nürburgring, then into the Slovakia ring and Hungaro ring. It seems like they've got to have a ring in the name to get around. Uh, Aragon and then <laughs> Adriana in in Italy. Not me. My teammate, Jack Young, Young he's doing the full season. The, I was just here to do a one-off, just a wildcard entry at Zolder. But who knows, maybe in the future there could be some more opportunities for me to do some more over here. But it's proving really difficult for me to get back into Australia. So maybe I'll have to do some more here because I'll be stuck here. That was my next question. How are you going with being able to come back? You know, I've got some opportunities back in Australia I sort of need to get home for and I don't really want to miss them. So I've got to try and get home as soon as possible. And, you know, I, in hindsight, I should have booked my return flight when I come over here. But I thought back then they were already so expensive and there wasn't many available. So I thought, you know, things in Australia would open up a little bit more, but they haven't. It's gotten worse and it's been really difficult. I've actually got like six different travel agents looking continuously for flights, but they're all sold out or there's none available. So it's very tricky times for anyone overseas trying to get home. It's um, very challenging. So what do you do with yourself before your return? That's the thing. I need to try and work out if I can get home this week or next. And if I can't, well, then I've got to go back to the drawing board and try and work out if I can stay here and just race the full season. Because the Nürburgring isn't that far away, 24th to... 26th of September. Basically, if you're not on a plane next week, you'd want to be in a race seat. Exactly. So that's what I've got to try and work out. If I can't get home next week, well, then, you know, I need to look to be able to do some racing here. Because you were running as a wild card, you, did you get any points from the weekend? No, when you're a wild card entry, you don't score any points. So it's uh, one of the limitations with that. I wasn't expecting to stay any longer than one race, but if I do it, it doesn't really matter. I think uh, maybe... In the future, I'd like to do a full proper championship, try and score as many points as we can. But the main thing on the weekend, the main goal and objective was to qualify within a second of the front runners, which we did. And then in both races, we made up positions and uh, it was very positive from the outside. You know, I think we proved to Renault and we proved to everyone that we can actually do a good job and we should be racing in this level. I hope there's some opportunities in the future. How big is the difference between WTCR and what we saw last year in the first year of TCR in Australia? Maybe the biggest thing is just the level of drivers. Like in Australia, we've got good drivers. There's no doubt about it. We've got some of the best drivers in the world. But we were all very new to front-wheel drive cars in Australia. No one, I'd never driven one until I drove the TCR car. And I'm sure many people were the same. But over here, they just have so much experience with them. And obviously, these drivers are just, that's just all experience-related. Like they might not be necessarily faster. They just got a little bit more experience. We're just trying to fast-track that. You know, I've only done a handful of races in a front-wheel drive car where these guys have spent their lives in them. So that's probably one of the difficult things. We're on a bit of a back foot there. But at the same time, you know, I think my ability and some of the guys' abilities in Australia are definitely as good as these guys up the front in world touring car. It's just you got to get all the things to line up. And from my point of view, uh, we achieved the maximum on the weekend. But if we had another test day, I had you know three or four things in my mind I'd like to try that were big setup changes that I think could potentially help 
if we were to do another race or something like that, that would get us in the top 10, you know? Well, it sounds like it's a very difficult time for you. And after the weekend you just had, the pull to stay and try and stretch out the budget as far as you could into the season is, well, must be massively tearing at you to know that, you know, you could potentially set yourself up for a European racing career if all went well. Yeah, exactly. And that's something I had tried to do a few years ago when I was back racing uh, Porsches, but it never quite worked out. So now's my opportunity that if I am going to do some more European racing and make it work over here, uh, the timing's perfect, you know. So hopefully, I'd love to have a career over here. You know, everything, um, motor racing in Europe is huge. And I think even to spend a couple of years here would be a great life experience and also uh, experience for me behind the wheel. And I could bring that back to Australia. It would be massive to have on the CV. And of course, how big a difference is the development of the cars and then even the tyres, the good years that you're running on compared to here? Yeah, that's a massive thing as well as the tyres. I didn't know much about them. And the first time I'd driven on them was on the weekend. You know, other teams had had numerous test days with the tyre and yeah, learning that is huge in itself. So I think we did well with the resources we have, but the good year compared to in Australia, we on the weekend, our fastest that was the first lap. So you had to, there's a lot of pressure to get it right on your first flyer and qualifying where back home on the Michelin, you know, you get three or four laps out of a tyre, you know, so you can build into the session where here there's a lot of pressure because you've only got that one lap to extract the maximum grip from the tyre. Dylan, it's been a pleasure to talk to you here on Inside Motorsport and whichever way it goes, we do wish you all the very best for uh, either more races in Europe or a return to some racing here in Australia. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for the chat. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.